So again, my name is Scott Van Vliet. I'm the general manager for Alexa Gadgets. Um, it's a new set of products and services that are aimed at bringing fun to the world of Alexa. Um, today, we're going to talk about and give you an overview of those products, um, as well as the developer tools and services that will enable you, developers, device makers, tinkerers, and hackers, to build your own Alexa gadgets or to power existing gadgets like Echo Buttons. I'm also going to invite some friends on the stage who have been working with us over the last few months to build some Alexa gadgets as well as skills for the new Echo Buttons. Uh, but before we jump into things, I always like starting off with a, a little bit of a fun kind of entertainment. So bear with me. I'm going to switch between machines, and we're going to start a quick video. Let's see. He's, he's cooking popcorn, so it's immediately got to be fun, right? Let's see here. Wouldn't it be great if you could bring people together with the touch of a button? It would. Now you can. Introduce... Whoops. Pull them out and pair them up. Alexa, set up my Echo buttons. Okay. Wow. <laughs> he can press it. She can press it. For you. Ready to attack. Go, go, go. He can play. She can play. Hey. hey. Oh, that looks fun. She can't play, silly. She doesn't have a button. But now she can. You're the best, Echo Button. All right. She can press it. He can press it. You can press it. They can press it. He wishes he could press it, but can't. Or can he? <laughs> Anything's possible with the all-new Echo Buttons. You can press it fast. You can press it slow. But not too slow, you'll lose. Try again, Billy. Echo Buttons, bringing all the men, women, brothers, sisters, dogs, cats, owls, and mail carriers in your life together with the simple touch of a button. Thanks, Echo Buttons! Echo Buttons, an Alexa gadget by Amazon. Echo Buttons require a compatible Amazon Echo device. Batteries included. Pets can't actually play. Several games and counting. Just ask Alexa, what games can I play with my Echo Buttons? <laughs> it's like the Micro Machines guy, if anyone remembers Micro Machines. Um, so we had a lot of fun making that video, uh, and we've hit a few technical glitches getting this thing started. Uh, and so I actually feel like I'm just going to keep taunting the demo gods, and we're actually going to play a game. There's nothing more exciting than actually participating and playing a game. So I'm actually looking for uh, three volunteers. Does anybody want to come play a trivia game with me? I got one here, and the red shirt there, and the plaid shirt here. Come on up, guys. Give them a round of applause for being so brave and volunteering to come play a game that may not work. We'll see. Hey, what's your name? Elliot, I'm Scott. We got Elliot here. What's your name? Alex. Alex is here, our second contestant. Marco. Marco, I'm Scott. Nice to meet you. So we're going to play a game with Echo Buttons. Um, we have an, uh, an Echo Dot here uh, that is going to allow you to play a game we call Brainiac. And oh, he's already in. He's like ready to go. So we're going to ask you a series of questions. Um, there will be three of them. Uh, they might be related to Alexa. They might be related to reInvent. Um, we'll see. So uh, the game goes, the first one to buzz in gets to answer the question if you get it right. I actually have a prize, whoever gets the, the most correct answers. What do you guys think? Do you think they're ready to play? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's hear. Alexa, open Brainiac. Players, please press each of your buttons exactly once. In, Roger, ready, player three, player one. Press your button again to move on. You, you, I think who are, you were player one, so go ahead. Great. Hands on buzzers. Oh, this one's about me. In what year was Amazon's Alexa born? Player one, what's your answer? 
last year? Last year, huh? Ahem. Player three, what's your answer? 2015. Ahem. Come on. You can't possibly not know my birthday. It, he was out of order. Go ahead. That's a bus. Ah, oh, man. And here I thought we were tight. All right. Next question. All right, we'll Ready start. to buzz in? How many attendees are at this year's AWS reInvent? Player two, what's your answer? 250,000. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Here's a clue. Player one, what's your answer? 40,000. Hey. Well done. Well Booyah. done, guys. Give him a We've round of applause. We've come a long way since we started in 2012. Next up. Hands on buzzers. How many slices of pizza will be served at the replay party this year? Player three, what's your answer? 100,000 slices of pizza. No way. Seriously, think of mine. Player two, what's your answer? 60,000. Hey, all right. Well done. Bam. That's about 3,750, two pizza teams worth. Wowza. That's crazy. Awesome. Let's give a round of applause for our friends who joined us to play a game. That's now, all I have for today. Thank you for playing. We didn't quite have a winner, uh, but uh, each of you will actually be walking away with a prize. That includes an Echo Dot and early access to Echo Buttons. This is a developer kit that you can use to, to sign up. So here's one for you, my friend. Here's one for you. <laughs> and Marco, here's one for you. Thank you so much. Um, just come see us at the end of the show, or at the end of the session, I'm sorry, and uh, we'll take down your developer information to get you early access to the developer tools so you can try building your own skills for Echo Buttons. All right. So it worked. I was like, oh my gosh, is it going to work? All right. So um, what are Alexa gadgets? I mentioned earlier that this idea that it's a new category of products and services that are designed to bring fun to the world of, of Alexa. And they're powered by the gadget APIs. So this is a new set of tools for you developers and for device makers to create Alexa-connected experiences that enhance those voice interactions with, uh, with an Echo device. Um, so there's kind of two categories of, of, of tools available for developers. Um, and they're very similar to the concept of how we have the Alexa voice service, or AVS, which allows developers to put Alexa in their products, uh, and ASK, or the Alexa Skills Kit, which allows developers to extend the brain of Alexa and the capabilities she has. And so the first part is the Alexa Gadgets SDK. This is a set of tools and technology that allow you to build your own accessories and gadgets for Alexa. These connect via Bluetooth. We'll talk about that in a moment, um, but allow you to interact with the world of Alexa. I need to mute her because she keeps hearing me. Um, the second component is the Gadget Skill API. Now, this is a set of tools that skill developers can have access through ASK or the Alexa Skills Kit to build skills for gadgets, including Echo buttons. Um, and so a little bit more about the, the Gadgets SDK. Um, as I mentioned earlier, for creating Alexa-enabled products, we currently support uh, Bluetooth connectivity. So for example, this Echo button here has a Bluetooth radio in it that is actually connected to and paired to this Echo dot and receives information that are delegated through this dot sent through your skill um, to the Echo button so it can react to it. Um, the current APIs that we have available 
are lighting. So in the case of the Echo Buttons, I don't know if you guys were able to see from down there, but as each player buzzed in, the color lit up and it was green or red if they got it correct. Um, these are all APIs that are available for Alexa gadgets to respond to. We also have the concept of actions. And these are actions that you can send through a skill or other interaction down to the Alexa gadget, um, such as playing sounds, um, turning on switches or sensors, or doing other type of interactions. The second one, which is super cool, and we'll see a little bit of a product that does this uh, later on in today's session, is Music Beats. So we actually have the ability to, while Alexa's playing music, synchronize to the beat. Uh, in addition, we support music vocals and speech. So any music playing from Amazon Music on the Echo device, or speech coming through the TTS engine or Texas Speech engine, will actually synchronize with your Alexa accessory or Alexa gadget. So for example, um, anyone here seen uh, Big Mouth Billy Bass? Raise your hand if you know who this awesome dude is. Maybe you had one on your basement, had one on your wall. Um, with our APIs, using voice and TTS into the, um, synchronization, we can actually generate visines, which are kind of the, the metaphors for how our mouth and our maxiofacial muscles move on our face when we say ah, e, o, oh, oo. Those are things that are transformed or transcribed into what we call visines. That information is sent down and streamed to your accessory so you can react to it. Um, now, I love this little dude. The singing fish is pretty hilarious. Um, anyone watch one of the videos? There was a developer, I think, out of Boston that actually put together um, a version of Big Mouth Billy Bass that connected to, I think, a Raspberry Pi that synchronized. Super funny, had millions of views. Uh, one of the engineers on my team had done very, something very simpler like six weeks before. He actually asked me, hey, can we put this online? I'm like, no, don't put that online. And he missed out on lots of gratuitous free views on YouTube. Uh, but we're super excited about this, and we brought it to our leadership, including Jeff. And we just loved the idea and thought, wouldn't it be super fun uh, if we could have Billy sing along and, and kind of interact with Alexa? And so we reached out to our friends at Jemmy, and I'm actually going to invite my friend, uh, Stephen, to come on up. He's the, the vice president, Stephen Harris, of uh, Jemmy to talk about a little bit about this guy. Welcome on up, folks. mic issue here. So, be a developer conference without a little <laughs> bug, right? Great. Uh -huh. So, uh, good afternoon, everyone. So, uh, at Gemi Industries, we believe that fish should sing. We believe that it's totally appropriate to have Christmas decorations that are the size of your house. Uh, and we also believe that every home should be filled with a dazzling musical light show. So we're really excited to work with Amazon and bring this Alexa technology to some of our products. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Gemi Industries. So we're uh, located in uh, Coppell, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas. Um, we've been in business for about 30 years. And our biggest categories are um, the, um, our light show product, our air-blown inflatables, and of course our novelty animated products. So, as you can imagine, uh, Billy's basically been stuck on a wall for 17 years singing, um, you know, don't worry, be happy. So we figure he's, it's about time that he gets some updated content. So um, we're really excited that now he can collect, uh, connect with Alexa, he can play any of the music from the Amazon Music Library, and offer a totally different intera interactive experience for the customer. 
Um, secondly, we also um, worked to, with Amazon to create, use the Gadgets API um, to create a product called Light Rhapsody. This is a, an LED light show, light string. It has over 25 different color options, up to 130 different um, effect possibilities, and you can control it all with your, with your voice. So whether it's a Christmas light show or different uh, light themes that you can use throughout the year, such as Fourth of July, Valentine's Day, whatever holidays you like, um, it has some amazing effects. And best of all, you can also connect it to Amazon Music and watch a great um, show as it, as it plays with the beat. So, um, it's one thing to talk about the light show, but we'd like to show you exactly what it does. All right, let's take a look. All right. Alexa, open Light Rhapsody. Welcome to Light Rhapsody. You can control your lights by setting effects and dimmers. Introducing Light Rhapsody, Alexa-compatible holiday lighting from Jemmy. Alexa, ask Light Rhapsody to set color to blue. Setting blue color. With 25 color options. Alexa, ask Light Rhapsody to start sparkle. Okay. And 130 lighting effects. Alexa, ask Light Rhapsody to set to Christmas light show. Setting Christmas light show theme. Next generation holiday lighting is here. Featuring hands-free voice control commands. And energy efficient LED light strings. In classic bulbs or mini lights. Light Rhapsody, smart home technology for the holidays. Super fun, <laughs> thanks. So um, talk to me a little bit about uh, the experience you had working with Amazon and why you chose to work with us on these products. Sure. Well, you know, during the holidays, um, decorators are so busy with everything that they've got going on, they have a lot of obligations. So they're looking to create a really dazzling display, but they want to do it with absolutely minimal effort. So to us, Alexa is the ultimate convenience. Basically, you can control her with your voice. You get instant um, effect changes. So it's, it's just a really convenient way for the consumer to decorate and you know, kind of show it off to their friends and family. So um, it makes a lot of sense for us. You know, today, it's a great differentiator for our product. But going forward, we see it as essential. Got it. And so what was your experience with the technology itself? What's, what's the most exciting about the capabilities? Yeah. So I think the most exciting thing is the personalization aspect of it, as opposed to you know, having preloaded songs or content. You know, the, the, they can really access all of that that's, that's uh, available in Alexa. So um, there's just a lot of personalization, customization, um, and it's just a really great experience for the customer. That's awesome. So, so what were some of the, the challenges or the hiccups that, that went through the, the development process? And, and uh, what was the experience like there? Sure. So we have never made an Alexa skill before. That was completely new. And the timeline was incredibly fast, faster than we've ever brought a product to market, especially considering the technology involved. So that was, uh, that was an exciting challenge for us. Um, but Amazon was so helpful throughout the entire process from you know, providing um, hardware um, for testing um, and really every step of the way helping us break through roadblocks to bring the product to market is you know, faster than we ever have before. So. Got it. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Ask for crazy timelines. Um, talk to me a little bit about your roadmap. So you, you have, uh, I think, Light Rhapsody is yep. available now. So we just launched uh, Light Rhapsody on Black Friday, which is fantastic. Um, and also, we've already begun work on Generation 2. So oh, we're exciting. looking to add an app. We're going to add some more musical, some more um, you know, dynamic musical functions to it as well. But we're also looking beyond uh, just that, that item, looking to other uh, projection lighting that we do, um, as well as uh, some of our animated plush. Nice. Exciting. 
So maybe like a twerking Santa or twerking. Definitely, or we could like definitely that. do that. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be super fun. Um, so any advice for um, you know we have developers, makers, hobbyists, others. Any any advice you'd give to makers out there that are considering building Alexa gadgets? Yeah, well I would say number one, be ready to work fast, um, very <laughs> fast. Uh, number two, I think you know you may have to learn to speak Amazonian. For our organization, it was a little there was a lot of acronyms, a lot of different terms that we weren't familiar with, so we had to get up to speed on that very quickly. Um, but most importantly, I think with any development project, you first of all have to have a great idea. You have to have a really strong strategy, uh, but you also have to be flexible and nimble to be able to adapt and create the best possible customer experience. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate yeah. it coming up, Stephen. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. I'm I'm really excited about uh, Light Rhapsody. Um, I have a very tall tree, so I think I have to order quite a few to get them set up. <laughs> but it's going to be super fun. Um, all right, so. We heard a little bit about Alexa gadgets and what the experience is like on the device maker side, what it means to, to make a device that then interacts and solve some examples there. Now I'm actually going to talk about the first Alexa gadget that we created, Echo Buttons. Now again, Amazon does a lot of peculiar things. Um, I think when, when talking with Jeff, he'll often tell me it's OK to be misunderstood. Um, and in many cases, um, we, we have built lots of products. Like when we launched the Echo, a lot of people didn't truly understand what we were doing. Uh, but the success of Alexa and her personality has really come through. And so while we're creating these products, we often do that in a way so that we can showcase what's required to build a great experience. So with Echo Buttons, it's a combination of an Alexa gadget, right? So it, it implements the same APIs that Light Rhapsody and Big Mouth Billy Bass will implement, um, but also introduce some of the additional capabilities through the gadget skill API, which is the second part of the tools and technology that we're, we've uh, we've announced with uh, Alexa gadgets. So with the gadget skill API, which effectively is available through um, the Alexa skills kit, um, allows you to build skills for Echo buttons or your gadgets. Um, they offer that same lighting API that I talked about uh, with Alexa gadgets and the actions API, but they have the interface with which you interact with your gadget. They also have a couple of things that we've built inside of the APIs that make it really easy for you to make games and to handle input that is not voice input. So to talk a little bit more about that, I'll take you through kind of how Alexa skills work. Maybe a show of hands. Has anyone here built an Alexa skill or understand how that works? OK, awesome. So we do have some folks that have built skills. Well, I'll just maybe do a quick primer on some of the terminology we use inside of the world of Alexa and when building skills. So let's say, for example, when I said Alexa open Brainiac or Alexa play Brainiac, in this case, it says play a game. That's what's called an utterance. An utterance is the thing a customer says that they intend to do. Um, we process, I'm going to skip through the build. We process that through um, our, wait, hold on one sec. Where's the, there it is. Uh, we process that and receive it as a request, and we translate it using something called ASR, or automated speech recognition, that turns the words that you said into text. Then when we actually process that through um, the Alexa service, we turn that into something called an intent. So remember I mentioned that um, the request, the utterance is the thing that you said, that needs to be turned into a set of instructions that your skill can handle. Intent is the function, if you will, or the event handler that receives that. Um, and slots, another term here, is the variable, if you will. It's a tokenized string um, that's converted into a typed value inside of your skill that allows you to do something with that, um, with that intent. So if you say, Alexa, what's the weather in Las Vegas? Las Vegas might be the slot, which is city name, um, that's translated or, or tokenized inside of that skill. Now with Alexa gadgets, and specifically in this example, Echo Buttons, 
we've introduced a new paradigm for an interaction with Alexa, and we call it a button event or a gadget event, uh, for, for better terms. So when you press a button, let's say, in signing up for a game or during roll call or right before you're about to answer that trivia question, um, we actually receive that through the same kind of set of pipelines that um, Alexa utterances use, and they're sent to your skill so that you can react to that button press uh, in a number of ways. So let's take a quick look at some code samples of how this works in reality. So the first code snippet here is what's called a game engine directive sample. I'm sorry, <laughs> a game engine directive. And in this case, you'll see at the top, it says type is gameengine.startInputHandler. And for those of you who've worked in a kind of event programming or those kind of models, this is effectively your input handler, your listener, for the type of event um, that's going to be fired. Um, in this case, you see we have a comment there, which is descriptive, that says send a button to your skill. You'll see the concept of recognizers, um, which is a, a kind of a, a payload of actions that you want to recognize for this particular skill to fire this event. So in this case, you'll see type match, which means does it match the conditions that you set? Um, you'll see fuzzy, and that's kind of like a debounce for those who've done electrical engineering, so that if button presses are, are in kind of in between when you expect to receive it, um, it groups them together. Um, and you'll see this idea of patterns uh, under that button press uh, piece that says gadget IDs. In this case, this is the, the identifier of the gadget that's paired to the device. It says one here, but it would likely be an ARN or some type of GUID. Um, and you'll see the action is down. So what happens here, the, we're gonna continue on the ellipses, I couldn't fit it all on one page and be readable, is that we actually wire up in that set of recognizers events. In this case, the complete event is tied to the button press um, recognizer that we have, and it'll report um, the series of matches. So this would be events that match that particular recognizer. Um, and then again, should input, hand, uh, end input handler means that it will actually end that particular session with that, um, that input handler. Uh, the other one here that says timeout is actually handling a canonical event called timeout, uh, which is something that's new for skill developers. Traditionally, you've had to wait for a user to interact or a customer to interact in your multi-turn dialogue. Uh, in this case, a timeout actually can occur without the user interacting. So for example, if we were playing Brainiac and no one answered after 15 seconds, it actually might send a directive down to the device because the timeout event, event had fired. Uh, the next code snippet here represents the gadget controller. So a gadget controller is hooking up a specific API to be sent down to the actual gadget itself. So in this case, this is a demonstration of the lighting API. So you see gadgetcontroller.setLight um, is actually going to target these two gadgets, which again, these are just fake identifiers, but it could be this gadget one and gadget two. Um, and it's actually going to trigger uh, on the button down. So when you actually press the button, um, a couple of things. The first thing it's gonna do is actually trigger an animation. So this is part of the lighting API, where you can actually introduce pretty rich animations um, that are actually sent directly to the gadget when that event fires. So for example, there's a default button press. Um, it's, a, it's a blue light, that's actually an animation that's running. But you can actually set your own animations to happen on button events um, inside of your skill. In this case, this is a very simple uh, example here where you see these are the target lights so in the case of echo buttons, there's only one light uh, that's addressable inside of the skill. You can imagine there's a gadget that might have multiple lights that you could address. You can actually do that here. Um, we're gonna repeat um, this particular pattern one time, so it's, it's not a, a, bo a Boolean value, it's just a, a count here. And then we're gonna introduce this sequence which goes through this color uh, for 5,000 uh, 5, milliseconds. So while this looks super simple, 
Uh, we've seen some of our, our, our developers that are working on this do really complicated things from replicating flickering flames to doing really fun games like Button Monty and, and other things that, that are super exciting. Uh, and then the last code example I'll share is actually uh, one of the gadget event payloads. So in the case of, of setting up that, um, uh, that button press that I talked about earlier, when I actually press a button, this is an example of a payload that your skill will receive when a button's pressed. So it'll include a bunch of information about the request, as well as the event that was fired. So in this case, here's the name of the event, um, which would be the, um, you know, tied to the previous device, um, as well as the gadget ID. So this is more realistic of, a, of what a gadget identifier would look like, not one or button ID one. Um, and then what's interesting here is the color is actually the color that was present on the bus when the customer pressed the, the, the device. What's interesting about that is you might actually have a pattern matching game or some other type of pattern matching behavior where you wanted to, to correlate the button press with a particular event. Uh, that's where that, that color comes in. Um, and you'll see feature represents which of the features of the API are available. In this case, it's a button press, and the state is down. Um, a lot of stuff to go through, and I talk very fast. Um, so I apologize that, uh, that, that I did that. But um, you actually want to learn more uh, about the specific APIs and how to get it done. There's some sessions that are going on this week. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about, the, about them at the end, uh, where you can actually dive into the details and talk to some of the solutions architects and the engineers who built the platform uh, to learn more. Uh, speaking of, uh, of Alexa uh, gadgets and Echo Buttons and the Skills API, I'm actually going to introduce our friend Kevin Deacon, the CEO of Musicplode Media, to come up and talk about his experience building some of the skills for Alexa and gadgets and Echo Buttons. Hey there, that's you, Scott. See Doug clap yet, I haven't said anything. <laughs> All right. So, tell me a little bit about, or tell us a little bit about uh, Musicplode Media, your company, and your skills. Musicplode Media started in, a, uh, in my house about 14 years ago. Um, I had another media company before this one, and all the staff came back to the country, which sounds a lot grander than it really is. <laughs> they all came back with their partners, put them in a really dodgy pub. And about six o'clock on a Saturday evening, I had 40 slightly drunk people in my garden. I said, no, what to do? I have no idea. So we started doing something that people have been doing 50 years before, and they'll be doing 100 years after I'm dead and gone. We started playing Guess What the Track Is, Name That Tune, Beat the Intro. And three things happened um, over that weekend that are incredibly relevant today. Firstly, we played for about five or six hours. We played and we played and we played. Great team game, fantastic. With a hangover from hell, the next day it took me literally all day to put the CDs back in the cases. Because 14 years ago, in Stone Ages, the only way we could play Beat the Intro was by ripping our CD collection to bits. And on Monday, and I'm not saying this because Scott's standing next to me and he's bigger than me, but on Monday, within 10 minutes, three guys in my office bought 21 albums from Amazon because of the music they'd heard in my house. Mainly ABBA, but anyway, never mind. So I thought, fantastic. I went up, my office at the time was in the West End of London, and I went up to the shops to buy, beat the intro, name that tune, guess that track. And I spent two hours looking for a CD with 400 snippets of music. And there wasn't one. So I found that really, really odd. Came back, and over the next three or four months, um, spent the time registering beat the intro as a trademark. So we now own those three words. And funnily enough, we were talking about this this morning. When the iPod first launched, um, about, that, about that time, they had one game on the iPod, uh, which was Beat the Intro. They decided not to do games. This is the other company, I um, can't remember. And um, they dropped it, and um, thankfully now we own those words. So we sold originally, we launched it as an interactive DVD, and we sold half a million copies. 
and then five or six years ago we got involved with the digital marketplace and I don't know if any of you have ever got involved with music licensing but don't because I'm really 23 that's why my hair is white um, <laughs> but we've launched this year iOS Android um, in a few markets we're testing the game and we're looking to market the product properly starting next year awesome so um, talk to us about your experience um, working with uh, you know, us on Echo Buttons and the skill. Um, well, actually, if it wasn't for Amazon, my daughters would disown me. They wanted me to do something clever, like, I don't know, biological or write something really funny. Um, but thanks to working with you guys, um, what, what Beat the Intro is good at, the best iteration of Beat the Intro is actually a group game. So you can play it on your own, on your app, or you can play it as a multiplayer. But to be able to play it in an environment where you can have all your friends and you can press buttons and you can actually interact and interrupt Alexa and makes it really, it makes a sort of jeopardy of it, it's fantastic. And we found um, Alexa last January, we had a trip to Seattle because we had great relationships with the App Store people, etc. And we'd never seen Alexa before. We saw this device and thought, this is perfect for a music game. And we were excited about the crawl, walk, run philosophy. Um, and we started developing it from those days. And then February this year, we were asked to be the 10,000 skill on Alexa. And then four or five months ago, we were very, very fortunate to get involved in the, uh, in the budget. In budget? <laughs> in the buttons. And the budget. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love playing kind of the, the beat mm. the intro as the, as the app. Um, but I also used to play it in my car. Uh, I had a long commute, and it was something that was super um, interesting, right? Just to, to be able to see it come to life. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, the experience of working with the technology and, and what excited you about the idea of like, adding a simple button to the experience? And yeah, I mean, about the technology, I'm not a technologist. I think you're probably aware of that. And um, all I know is it's been so exciting that I haven't seen my CTO for three months or my head of development for three months because they've been hunkered down working with the guys. I think for us, it's just at such a natural progression to act, going back to my house 14 years ago to have teams of people. And when we first saw the buttons a few months ago, we actually built the game that we're launching for four people on a button. So you can literally put four people on each, each button if you want to. And I think it's a, just an, and a fantastic way to interact. As far as the teams are concerned, we're a little company of 20 people in a small railway arch in Windsor at the bottom of the Queen's Garden. And the fact that we are engaging on a daily basis with the guys at Irvine, the guys in Seattle, um, everywhere, and the support that we've had as a small company has been phenomenal. And that actually, I don't know if any of you work in small companies or startups, to have the support of a company like Amazon pushing you and driving you really, really helps focus your mind. That's awesome. So what were some of the challenges that you ran into in terms of, of working with the technology and working with Alexa? I think the challenges are making sure that we provide the most simple interactive experience we possibly can. One of the reasons um, we were asked to get involved with the buttons initially was because, oddly, because of the negative reviews that we had in the US when the initial skill came out because customers wanted more. They didn't want less, they wanted more. They wanted more depth to the game. And what Amazon and what Alexa are allowing us to do now is to create a huge amount of product. And the games that we're launching this Christmas, um, there's, it's, it's based on the, 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 still the same premise of guess what the track is, but the ability to deep dive into lots of different interactions for us is just phenomenal. Yeah, I, I find that um, I play a lot of games. I, I have six kids, so I play six. a lot. I have six kids. You better so. get home. <laughs> Blimey, what are you doing here? Six, sorry, six kids. <laughs> Whoa! Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. Um, so, so we play lots of games, lots of board mm. games, and music is a big part of our family's life. Um, playing Beat the Intro was super fun. We play the app a lot. I think what's interesting about buttons, and specifically about this experience, is um, 
it sounds simple, but enabling a multiplayer experience on Alexa is actually pretty difficult. It's, um, yeah. And so I think maybe talk a little bit about how multiplayer works uh, or how you're thinking about it. Yeah, it is. I mean, as, as, as Scott was saying earlier on, it's very command-led. And it's, it has proved to be, believe me, 14 years creating the most simple game in the world is not that easy. Um, it really, really seriously isn't. And I think what we want to do, we're always conscious of what that experience is for the consumer. And going forward, one of the things that we've been talking about the last few months is that you play a snip, snippet of music, you guess what the track is. But we see that with Amazon as a starting point to lots of different consumer interactions for our joint players. So you guess what the track is, say the, say the, say the artist is Coldplay, you can then ask Alexa if Coldplay are in concert, they then say, she says they're here, you then look at um, uh, the seating plan and through Alexa you buy your tickets, you then stream the latest album, you buy Chris Martin's biography that was probably written by Gwyneth, you get a t-shirt, it's just an interaction to, or starting point to lots of many interactions. And the fact that actually you can then start, our objective is to start challenging people and playing your own games with, with other people, we think that's really exciting. That's awesome. So what advice would you give to other developers who are thinking about building skills for Echo Buttons and for Alexa Gadgets? I think Stephen said it actually earlier on, speak Amazonian. Um, <laughs> I think that one of the things that surprised us, we are a company of 20 people, I think you've got slightly more, is just <laughs> how, how um, enveloped the guys and the girls at Amazon have been with us, how supportive they've been with us, and genuinely want this to work as much for us as, as to work for them. So understanding, I mean, I, we call it the biggest startup in the world, Amazon, understand how they work and work with them, because they're certainly working with us. Absolutely. I think you know, the, the way that we look at it in the world of AWS and, and, and Alexa, for sure, is developers are our customers. right? Yeah. And so thinking about ways to make it really easy for you guys to build experiences on Alexa is, is a critical part of our journey. Um, I know we can't play a, a game of uh, Meet the Intro, but I'm going to try and share a quick video so folks can see what it's all about. Welcome back to Beat the Intro. Muzo, we need more music, please. Okay, if you want to know how to play, just ask for help. Otherwise, turn it up nice and loud, and let's do it. Three, two, one, let's play. So, what kind of bag does Katy Perry mention in that song? Say, the answer is, three, if you think it was plastic, two, if it was, paper, or one, Shout if it, it was, if you know it. shopping. Kristen. Okay, okay, my answer is three. That's the right answer. Yeah. Ten points to you. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag, drifting through the wind, wanting to start again? It's the intro. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And I believe there's, there's other game modes and things that are... You've got a lot of stuff in store for, for everyone when it launches, right? Yeah, we have. We awesome. Have. Thanks very much, Scott. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. All right. Sweet. So we've breezed through a lot of our content, um, which is either good or bad. Um, but uh, I wanted to share a little bit more. Um, as I walk through the code demo, or I'm sorry, the code examples, lots of information on that screen, uh, lots of details I shared. We actually have more sessions available uh, for you to learn about Alexa gadgets and Echo buttons. Uh, for example, we have two workshops where you can actually build your own game skill um, for Echo buttons. And if you participate in this workshop, you actually will walk away with a developer kit of Echo buttons to take home for you to build your own skills. 
Um, those, I, I know they were um, booked pretty heavily, but I think there was a couple of spots open in walk-ups. So if you're interested, um, we will find out uh, what number the, the skill is. at 7 o'clock, I think, tonight. Is that right? 7, 7 p.m. Um, we also have a chalk talk where you can actually talk to the engineers and the solutions architects and the, the team who um, are building um, Alexa gadgets and the Skills API. Um, so you can go talk to them about designing interactive game experiences and learn a bit more about that. Uh, and then on Wednesday, uh, I'll be joining our senior vice president of Alexa, Tom Taylor, uh, at the Alexa State of the Union um, to talk a little bit about um, some, some things that are coming from Echo Buttons and a, and a whole lot more. Uh, but with that, I thank you guys for coming uh, and appreciate you guys working through our technical difficulties and I hope you have fun building skills for Echo Buttons and building Alexa gadgets.